Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Genuine Life Podcast, the lifestyle audio series designed to be a safe place for beautiful souls like yourself in a messy world, okay? (laughs) Welcome to your peaceful corner on the net where all are welcome to live life authentically, genuinely, and of course, unapologetically. I'm your host, Jennifer Nicole, and I'm so glad I say it to you every week, but I'm so glad that you are here with me today. Go on and grab your water, your tea, your coffee. If it's the evening, go and get yourself a little cocktail because we are going to get into what happened this weekend. Okay. Yeah. Let's jump right in. Hello there, beautiful souls. I hope you had a great week and weekend since the last time that we connected. I, for one, had a really good one. Uh, I feel like it was a TikTok kind of weekend. (laughs) I went to three different restaurants that I found off of TikTok, two out of three that I would totally visit again. Uh, But uh, just a fair warning, y'all don't be fooled out here because some people be out here bamboozling folks. Knowing these restaurants aren't that great and they're telling you to go. I'm going to leave that there because that, 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 that kind of catfish is difficult, okay? Uh, but anyway, let's talk about my weekend. So Friday, I met up with my cousin and my sister. We went to dinner, and the restaurant was cute. The food was pretty good. Um, they had board games and games on each table, which made it fun. So, yeah, that was cute. And then Saturday, one of my dearest friends from Austin came in to visit. So we went to dinner at this place called Saints and Council in Colony Square out in Midtown, Atlanta, Georgia-ish area. And y'all definitely added to your list. It was amazing. Everything is fresh, including what they put in mix and mix into your drinks. They make that in-house as well. And you could taste the difference. Everything was so good from the service to the food uh, just everything was was on point. A Sunday, as you all know, I don't know if you can hear this, but my click clacks are back, baby. Okay, I went a couple weeks without my nails, and I was like losing it because I broke one, and I couldn't type. And then my nail tech went on vacation, and then I put on press ons, and life just wasn't lifing the way I needed it to because I wasn't able to click. I know y'all hear this. Mm-hmm. Little ASMR for you. <laughs> but anyway, they're back. I'm super excited to have my nails back on. And then I tried a third restaurant off TikTok called Southern Kitchen. And it was a soul food restaurant. The food was pretty good. Actually, I was really surprised by the food. Um, they don't have their liquor license yet, which kind of sucked. And then they, uh, like I had ordered a Coke at one point and it, it, it was out of a can, which is not a problem. But like, damn. <laughs> Can we, can we get a soda machine? Because um, in my head, I'm like, what if I wanted a refill? Like, am I, am I really going to have to pay for another can? So I only drank one uh, and whatever. Thank goodness the young lady didn't charge for the drinks anyway. So that helped. But um, the food was great. Customer service, not there. Just was not was missing. And I just feel like that is the story of a lot of restaurants here where we they because i don't have a restaurant but pay so much attention to how the food is made does the food taste good the food the food the food and while the food is totally important you want to also create an experience right so from the moment i walk in the door until the time i leave it needs to be an experience that i'm paying for not just the meal Um, but you know what that's a whole nother podcast episode i'm here to talk to you about what happened sunday evening okay honey Let's talk about this moment between Chris Rock and Will Smith. And I'm pretty sure you all are like, ugh, not again. 
But I'm going to take a different angle from this uh, because I am going to use that moment and pull on a few lessons that I learned from watching that moment unfold on TV. And, I, you know, I think I would be a terrible podcast host if I did not discuss it. <laughs> the point is for us to be better than we were yesterday. And so hopefully what I share is going to help us do just that. Now let me cut off my heater because I'm already getting hot. So hold on. So I, have, I keep a heater on my feet. Okay. So, child, let's get into it. That slap was heard around the world at this point. I think it was out of control. People are still talking about it. And I think the reason why people are still talking about it is who was involved, right? Uh, And I I think with mental health being such a uh, topic of discussion across all areas, right? Our personal lives, our careers, our relationships. I think that that is why the story is, is carrying on in the way that it is, which is the angle that I am going to take from it. Uh, you know, I think we all had many emotions followed by, was that real? You know, texting people, did you just see what I saw? To make sure that we weren't losing it because that is not something any of us were expecting in that moment, especially from Will Smith. And if you aren't aware of what I'm talking about, uh, I'll keep it really short and brief because you can totally just Google it. But uh, Chris Rock made a joke about uh, Jada and in reference to her hair, the joke, come, I guess, was comparing her to G.I. Jane, the second one that's coming out. Uh, and it did not go well to the point where Will ended up walking up on the stage and slapping the taste out of Chris Rock's mouth. And, you know... Yeah, that silence is exactly what I was feeling in that moment. So I was like, what did I just see? Um, so anyway, my thoughts are in no particular order. I literally just kind of put them together so that I don't sound like I'm rambling on this podcast episode. However, I'm going to beg you to bear with me because y'all know I can ramble if I get to that point. But anyway, let's start my first thing. I've been seeing this narrative that Will shouldn't have reacted that way in such a white dominated space or why did Will do that in front of all those, all of those white people? And while that may be the meme joke, I think this is where my first issue with social media comes in. Everything is not a joke all the time. Um, everything is not meant to be funny. And I know that's just the nature of things. We're going to make it funny because we need to laugh from crying sometimes. I get that. But I don't care if Will did that at the BET Awards. I don't care if he did that at the Source Awards. I don't care if he did it at the NAACP Awards. Sharing this narrative that somehow it would have been more acceptable for him to do what he did in front of an entire, like more a black audience versus a white dominated audience irks the mess out of me. Hitting someone is wrong no matter where you do it, no matter who it's in front of, and no matter what it's for. Violence is never the answer, and I just certainly don't condone what he did. And I really can't stand the fact that people are harping on the fact that of who he did it in front of versus that he did it in general. Um, and it just brought me back to code switching. Someone who's code switching might find themselves speaking differently or you know, maybe not using as much sling as they would if they were with their friends. And, you know, I... Th- I'm tired of all this pressure to 
act, behave, speak a certain way when we're in front of certain people. No, (laughs) you do you. Now, I'm not, again, let me be very clear. I'm not condoning what happened. I'm talking about in general, right? This ideal that you have to act a certain way in front of certain people with this idea that it's going to help further you somehow in your career is trifling. It's wrong. Right is right and wrong is wrong. It doesn't matter who it's in front of or when it's done or where it's done. You don't react that way. And it, it, it doesn't justify his behavior if it was done in front of the blackest audience that the network could find. It does not matter. It's wrong, right? So I wanted to start off with that. With that being said, what we saw was definitely a display, in my opinion, of a ticking time bomb. Okay. I'm now, let me also say, I'm not a therapist. I'm not here to diagnose anyone. These are just what I observed in my opinions, but that was definitely a taking time bomb moment. Uh, Will Smith has been known for making us laugh, being jovial, having one of like the best Instagram pages out there, um, giving back, making people smile, pouring into others, hugging people when they need it, shedding a tear and empathizing with others you know, learning about different cultures. Like this is the image of this wholesome family man that has brought us, you know, great tunes, great TV, great movies. So we don't know that side of Will. Um, And actually I have his book and I need to read it because from what I'm reading, everyone is commenting saying, if you read the book, then what he did on Sunday would kind of bring, shed a lot of light into maybe the why. Um, But anyway, I think that had that been Dennis Rodman, would we be having this conversation? No, because Dennis Rodman is known as being like the bad boy, right? So this wouldn't have been so much of a shock. This was shocking. And at the end of the day, we don't know what Will is going through. We don't know what Jada's going through behind closed doors. But to react that way tells me he's been holding in a lot. And unfortunately, Chris was the receiver of this release. What I want to say, because um, I really want to stay here for just a little bit, is that uh, what a lot, this is what a lot of people do, right? And I say people because I've done it too. Um, and I'm pretty sure we all have at some point where you kind of hold things in um, and you just grin and bear it, right? Right before the incident occurred, Will was laughing. We saw it. He was kind of leg crossed, head back, laughing. And then within a matter of what felt like seconds, he was walking up on that stage, still stunning everyone because we're all confused at this point. We don't know if this is a part of the show. And we witnessed him assault because we're going to call it what it is on the show. It wasn't a tap. It was a, a, a slap heard across the world, right? Um, and so... This is such a great example for me, a visual of being so in routine of smiling and nodding, you know, grinning and bearing it and just taking it all in until finally something happens that sets you off, something triggers you or something causes you to react in a way that is now shocking to everyone else. And what we saw on Sunday had to be the buildup of years of grinning and bearing it right? Years of just taking whatever people dished out because they just assumed you were the funny guy. You can handle it. Or assuming that you're the strong friend. You got it. And not understanding that people, they break. 
they can only take but so much. There's only but so much you poking you can do before the bear attacks. And I feel like that is what we all witnessed. Chris Rock's joke was not the only thing, I'm sure, right? That couldn't have been what triggered him to react in the way that he did. It had to be what opened the can. But it wasn't the only thing. He He's just not the sole uh, one to to blame for this in my opinion again this is all in my opinion okay don't come don't come for me because I, I you will get blocked um <laughs> i'm joking i'm always open to people's opinions until they're offensive um anyway it made me think about empaths and people who give and people who serve and are a resource for so many people in different ways and somehow still end up getting the short end of the stick or find themselves the butt of people's jokes and I, you know, just makes you kind of reflect on how insensitive people can be sometimes when they're trying to make people laugh or, you know, be the first to release some news or whatever the case may be. It's the world that we live in where, you know, people are, I'm going to sound like a young person, but people are clout chasing, right? They want to be the first to do it. They want to be the one that that caused the joke to go viral or whatever, and then you get a reaction like what you saw. And yeah, no, it's not right. But at the same time, it's like, mm, again, you poked this bear <laughs> a long time now. What do you think is gonna happen? Um, and get I get it, right? Comedians are going to comedian. They're going to do what they do. We also know that they make fun of the movies and the actors at these award shows. And so it made me wonder at that point, when is it too far? When do we say this is too much? Can there be another joke? Because the rumor is he didn't even write the joke. Another writer wrote it. And so it's just like, when do you say enough is enough? You could still get a joke across without poking fun at people or referencing something that could be, you know, labeled as you making fun of them. You have to be careful about that stuff because you don't know what people are going through for that very reason. I also wanted to chat about the importance of who is around you. Uh, following the incident during a commercial break, we were then told that Will Smith was approached by Tyler Perry and Denzel Washington. And while we don't know what was said, I can only imagine that there was some love, right? Some hugs. Um, we saw Will in, in tears. I'm sure some wisdom was shared with him as well. And this spoke volumes to me because when you are acting out of character or you do something that is totally not you, that causes people to be alarmed, it is so important for you to have people around you that are available to get through to you when you cannot see, think, or hear straight. Imagine if someone who Will didn't trust approached him. This could have been worse, right? And so you need people who are going to shower you with love, but also provide you with construction, construction paper. Jesus Christ. Um, constructive criticism. I'm looking at construction paper right now in my office. So ghetto. Um, you need people around you who are going to offer you constructive criticism in love as well. And you need to be in a place where you're receiving it. If you're not someone who is open to growth and change and being told how to become better, then you, I challenge you to, to get to a place where you are open to receiving um, that kind of information and feedback because it's only there to make you better. 
And I think in this case with Will, you know, I think he was able to kind of find his center again. Because when you're that angry to the point where you're, uh, you know, it's embarrassing. So when you're embarrassing yourself like that, you know, at that point, he did not care about anything around him. It was defending his family and his wife in that moment, which is very important to do. And I also feel like it's good to know that he he had people around him to tell him, like, I know, I have a feeling they told him that you don't do that, right? (laughs) You can't do that. Let's take a deep breath. Let's, Let's get it together. Yada, yada, yada. But I said all that to say that it's so important to to be careful about who is around you. Um, Are there people who want to see you win, right? Because at the end of the day, I'm sure so many people in that audience consider Will Smith a friend, a colleague, an associate. But, you know, from what we saw, and of course, I'm sure multiple people probably went up to him throughout the night and after the show. But what we saw were maybe two or three people that were seen on camera hugging him, consoling him. Uh, and again, I can't speak about what I didn't see. I can only speak about what I saw. And at the end of the day, it wasn't hundreds of people crowding around him, right? It's a small number of people. And I think that that is what's standing out the most to me is at the end of the day, when you were going through your ebbs and flows of life, the ups and downs, who is around you consistently pushing you to go forward? Not the ones that only pop in when things are good, not the ones who seem to pop in when things are bad and then they leave because they only want to see you in that that state because there there are two. There are people who want to see you win and there are people who want to see you fail. Who are the ones that are around consistently that are rooting for you to win and uplifting you when you need to, you know, get organized, get into a routine, get yourself together? Those are the people that you want around you. And so that moment was such a reflective moment for me because it's like, I want people to start to pay attention and and really take inventory of who is around you Um, and who are you willing to receive feedback from. I think it's important too. Now, I have to talk about Chris Rock. Uh, And again, you know, I should have said this probably from the beginning, but I do not condone violence. I've never been in a fight. I don't particularly like boxing or MMA. Like I can't stand watching people beat each other. And I know that's not what we witnessed. We did not witness the beating by all means. But hitting to me is just cringy uh, because there's so many other ways to handle your issues. But uh, I do hope he's well. Chris Rock, I read this morning his tour tickets are like selling out now um, more than ever before. And so uh, unfortunately, you know, while he had to do something, you know, endure something that was pretty humiliating. Uh, it turns out it's kind of paying off for him in a weird way. But uh, his professionalism that night was on display. And I definitely think he understood the assignment. Uh, sometimes understanding that someone is having a moment, that they're not being themselves, or understanding that this is something much bigger than you. Stepping back um, and stepping back is the best card that you can play. And while it is not easy to do, Hitting Will back would have been worse, right? That could have messed up Chris Rock's future. That could have made things worse for Will Smith. So understanding in that moment that he had one, a job to do, remaining professional and allowing Will his moment, I think speaks volumes about Chris Rock. I really do. Um, And I keep saying that Will had a moment because 
we it's very clear that this is not behavior that he displays regularly so it is very clear to all of us that something deeper that we are not aware of is going on here and you know i i yeah so many thoughts <laughs> um and while i know that chris rock did not wake up wanting to offend anybody it does make me wonder if he's going to reflect on the kinds of jokes that he's telling or maybe their timing of the jokes like maybe was it too soon to joke about something like that I don't know uh and then you know what is the responsibility of a comedian that's their job right these punchlines to make people kind of squirm in their seats make them uncomfortable but where's the line drawn? Like, when is it too far? When, 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 when do we stop? You know, is it when a certain person gets offended or a certain group of people gets offended? Then, you know, what, what do you do? So it, it, that kind of caused me to think a little bit more. But then it also made me think reputation is everything because of Will Smith's reputation. I truly believe that this is not playing out the way that it would have had it been someone else. And... For that, I think he should be, feel very lucky <laughs> um, because any other person probably would have been blackballed. They would never be invited to an award show again, let alone booking anything. Um, but Will's finding himself being celebrated in many areas across social media because it's almost like a win for the good guys, for some. That, wow, like this guy was making fun of his family, his wife, and he stood up for her and defended her. And I don't care, I'd smack someone too well one you don't know that you would but okay and two it, again it doesn't make it right he could have pulled chris to the side during commercial break and said something to him he could have easily asked for tyler or denzel to mediate a conversation between the two of them he could have even screamed out like he did in the audience keep my my wife's name out your mouth he could have said that from his seat um and so i just think that there were so many other ways that it could be handled but because his reputation precedes him I think it is causing people now to take a step back, pause, reflect on what we witnessed and really think through, gosh, do I need to be there for him? Maybe I need to reach out to him a little bit more. Let's talk about it. And I think that that is the best part about what happened on Sunday is that it's causing people to talk about this whole situation. Uh, I want to leave you with some lyrics from one of my favorite songs. It's sung by Kelly Price. It's called Tired. The song is fantastic. She sings her face off, but there's just a small section I'm going to um, say to you that I feel like really relates to this moment. I'm tired of being wronged and doing right. I said, I'm tired of keeping the peace and I'm tired of fighting. Tired of letting go, then holding on. Tired of feeling weak and being strong. And that last line really hits home because I feel like so many times we have this exterior where we're the funny friend, we're the super organized friend, we're the perfect friend, we're the perfect relationship couple, we're the kind friend, they're the super nice friend. That's the exterior, but what's on the inside? Is that person hurting? Are they holding things in? And so many times people like that think that they're protecting others around them when in reality they are hurting themselves. And I really, really, I cannot say it enough, believe that is what was displayed on Sunday was just this buildup of holding things in, grinning and bearing it, and finally letting it out. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's where we are. So all in all, I will say this to you. 
I preach this all the time on this show, and I will say it again until I am blue in the face. You have got to prioritize your mental health. You have got to sit in your feelings and express them. But you also have to do the work, right? You have to understand your triggers. You need to understand who you are around, who you need to be around to keep you uplifted. You need to stay out of places that make you feel crappy. Stop listening and watching things that make you feel crappy. Um, And I'm trying to keep this a family show. I want to curse so bad. (laughs) Uh, But you really have to be mindful of those things. Because if you're not, you are going to find yourself facing a Will Smith and Chris Rock moment where someone is going to say something to you that is going to cause you to explode, that is going to be a trigger that you have not tapped into. And we've seen it countless of times. In this case, it was a slap, but we've seen worse. People end up in jail, right? Learn to communicate your thoughts and learn to keep what is important to you private. And it is okay in this social media world for you to share moments or share vulnerabilities in hopes that you're able to connect with someone and help them. That's all good and well. But if it is something that you were trying to protect a family member, a friend, a relationship, a business, you, your peace, you need to be mindful of what can affect that and stay away from it. Okay. Um, yeah, that's really it. I, I don't know what else to say, except I hope you all are well. And, um, yeah, let's just keep Chris Rock and Will Smith in our thoughts. You know, from the rumor is they've, they've squashed it. Everything is fine. So now we just sit back and look at the memes and merchandise that has now been, um, in process and, and everything. And I, I pray that Will gets to keep his first Oscar and, that he's able to push forward and and that they're able to move forward in peace. But uh, that'll do it for this episode. And as always, feel free to comment, like, share, subscribe, and leave a review. Those reviews totally help. It's just like when you go to Yelp, a restaurant. So one of the beautiful things about this podcast is uh, I try to push <laughs> being genuine, authenticity. And so you're probably wondering, like, what the heck just happened? Yeah, my recorder, mm-hmm, the batteries decided to die as I was finishing that podcast episode. And so I'm not recording this thing again. Okay, uh, so you're just going to get this little broken up part and I'm going to meld it together and it's going to sound like one whole piece, hopefully. <laughs> If not, then you know why. I don't even know where it cut me off, but all I want to say is just thank you for your continued support. Be well, really take care of yourselves and protect what is important to you by any means necessary with the exception of violence. I mean, you know, please. Um, It's just not my thing. Now, granted, I'm 
I can go down a rabbit hole with this. Y'all get my point. Don't go around smacking folks, okay? Do the work that you need to do um, and, and be aware of your triggers. And at the same time, just, just know it is totally okay to stand up for yourself, defend others, and to, you know, communicate your thoughts. And I think the key in what I just said is communicate. You have to talk, right? If no one knows, then no one's going to know that something triggered you. So be well, make sure you take a deep breath today, meditate, journal, and know that you got this, okay? I hope you have a fantastic week, and I will uh, remind you again, don't go around smacking folks, and I hope you have a great day.